Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of History Creeps. I am one of your esteemed hosts, Johnny Townsend. With me, as always, is mother friend. I think he likes to be half-steamed, Chris Chavez. Half-steamed. And then a quarter-steamed, or perhaps full-steamed, depending on uh, if he's getting any sleep with the with the baby. That's Carter Johnson. I am getting sleep with the baby. Thank you. Little there you go. So he's, he has only a quarter steam then. Little Princess Leia. There we go. There we go. Who is was very upset that she did not get to go see Solo today. Uh-oh. 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 I know, Uh-oh. I, dude, I swear to God, like as soon as I was like, okay, sweetheart, me and mommy and daddy are going to go see Solo and left her with the nanny. She was like, ah! ah! <laughs> it's my future husband. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's my boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Did they ever actually get married in Lexicon? I don't even know. No, I don't uh, think so. I don't know. I don't think so, but I we think so. but we don't know what happened well, after after return and yeah, they wa- the they last wiped Jedi. everything from canon. So for all yeah. means, maybe they didn't. Exactly. Ooh, ooh. tantalizing. I, uh, and guys, it's not just us today. <laughs> what do you mean? No, it's, it's a not. ghost. Ghost in the room. Bigfoot. There's, well, okay. There's well, there's always ghosts in the room. Let's all guess. <laughs> Let's guess what could be here. Is it Mothman? No, I'm sorry. No, uh, couldn't get Mothman. His agent wouldn't return my call. It's not the Loch Ness monster, <laughs> Johnny. Oh, I heard something. Do you guys hear that, Johnny? I want to go home. Let me go home. No, Uh-oh. you stay in that corner. <laughs> Sounds like okay. You catch yourself a prisoner, uh, Johnny. <laughs> Johnny Townsend is going to be the subject of the next history creeps. <laughs> he wanted to leave, but I was like, not until you help me with this episode. <laughs> uh, this is my one of my best pals ever. We grew up together. He's on a show called Retro Bliss. This is Trevor Franklin. Hey, creeps, how's it going? What? <laughs> Trevor. And listeners, if you don't listen to Retro Bliss, you should, because it's pretty awesome. Also, Trevor just said we were creeps, and I don't think he knows it's what we call ourselves. He was just actually calling us creeps. <laughs> Isn't it creepers? That's okay. I, I've been called yeah, that. Yeah. 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 Creepers. Yeah. So, Trevor, thanks for joining us. Well, you're welcome. So I don't have a choice, but it's fun. Yeah, I mean, the, I forced you, but... The, I was going to bring up the idea that we, the reason we missed a week, and it just had nothing to do with Trevor or Johnny, actually. We wanted to have Trevor on the show last week, uh, and stuff came up in my schedule where it wouldn't work. Uh, and this was the special guest we were talking about. We wanted to have Trevor on because, what was it, like maybe three, four weeks ago, Johnny, you sent us a message. And, and it's not like, when it comes to texting, you really can't tell the, a tone of voice. But yeah. I don't know what kind of characters you were using, but it came across with such excitement. There, there was this like yes. this giddiness to you, like I can. We have to do this. I don't care what you guys say. I will burn the house down if you don't allow this. That's right. This as soon as as soon as this was brought forth to me, I knew this had to be an episode. Before we get to that, real quick, we had an update with some Malaysian airplanes. Is this correct? <laughs> a couple of Malaysian airplanes, yeah. A couple yeah. of them, yeah. Not just one. So the, That's right. Let's talk about the one real quick, the one that we talked uh, talked about on the show uh, that went missing, where they, they were flying out, uh, and um, famously, the, the radar went out, no one knew what happened, and they completely disappeared off the face of the earth. Over the Indian Ocean, there was searches, and nothing turned up. Um there have been said to be pieces of wreckage that came up that they attribute to this uh, plane, but nothing definitive has been said to uh, as to what happened to it. Uh, recently, the investigators and, and experts and the Malaysian government have all come to the conclusion, based on everything that they've done in terms of investigating this thing, that the pilot 
was suicidal and unfortunately decided to take uh, hundreds of lives with him. And, and, and that's the case, that it was actually suicide. Uh, and we yeah. won't know for sure until there's some sort of black box or something else, but everything else that they've investigated in his life, maybe his computer, phone, all these kinds of things, what they turn up, what they, they, they conclude is that it was a, a suicide. Yeah, that's that's just sad. Uh, of course, we always try to say, <clears throat> you know, that's not the way to go. Uh, if you need help, there is help out there, so please find it. For sure. Uh, that's that's terrible. I mean, so many lives lost there that didn't need to be lost. Oh, I know it's so uh, sad. I know that I know when we brought the story up originally, that was one of the that theories. was one of the yeah 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 that yeah, was one of the so. things that we had talked about. And you yeah. feel so callous wanting to be like, dude, if you want to kill yourself, just you know, yeah, kill yourself. Don't don't take a bunch of people with you. Yeah, I don't want you to do either, but I, I, I yeah, I, I yeah. don't want I don't want anyone to do either either. But but I understand but, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. And what happened with it? Was there another plane? Yeah, there was another plane that uh, went down in 2014, I believe it was, and uh, they have now determined that it was a Russian missile that uh, that took the plane down, which is something that we never considered when we were talking about the first flight that it might have been. I think we briefly touched on it that it might have been shot down. Yeah. I mean, that's obviously going to be one of the theories whenever a plane goes missing. Yeah. Yeah. So, a couple of uh, updates there on that. That's our current creeps for you. Now, guys, a couple weeks ago, I I think it was about a month ago. Yeah, at this point, probably. Yeah. uh, I went over to Trevor's house, to the Shire. Uh, We were going to record Retro Bliss over there, and he had this little tale to tell me, this little ditty. And I'm going to let him tell you exactly what he told me. Trevor, I hope, I hope it floor. starts with Jack and Diane. It does. I'm sorry. Damn it, Chris. I was going to make that <laughs> joke. <laughs> Trevor, uh, that's a song. I don't know if you knew that reference. Low-hanging oh, fruit, Tre- my friend. Low-hanging fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor, I'm going to let you have the floor, and you tell them your experience of what happened that Uh-oh. one day. Let's do it. So uh, Jack and Diane were listening to their favorite podcast, Retro Bliss. <laughs> <laughs> Cheap no, plug. So, <laughs> this is an experience. I'm just going to give you as many details as I can because it's so insignificant that it is significant. So <laughs> it was about three or four weeks ago. Uh, some good friends, uh, my wife and myself, invited us to go to this little restaurant. Uh, it's called the Yellow Deli. I'd never heard of it. Um, based on the name, I thought maybe it was like themed after the Beatles or something, like Yellow Submarine or something. Uh-huh. That sounds cool. And we kept driving and kept driving. I was like, how far away is this place? Um, so I got curious and on our way up to the restaurant, I started Googling and I found out it was in Hiddenite, which is basically it's the middle of nowhere, sort of. Anyway, so we're just driving to this restaurant. Just to give a little reference, that is about like 45 minutes to an hour from us. Yeah. And probably near that for uh, Carter, too. What yeah. kind of surroundings yeah. is this? Is this suburbs? Is this uh, the woods? Uh, is I'll, it... Yeah, I'll get to it. Cause it's yeah. Oh, okay. That's, that's, oh, okay. that's important to the story. That's important. Oh, okay. Yeah. But the one thing I will mention that I Googled while I was in the car, um, I didn't look up too much. Honestly, I was Googling the menu because I was hungry. I was mostly worried about food. <laughs> but <I> thought, <laughs> which is the theme of Retro Bliss Podcast yeah. on iTunes, Stitcher, and BIOS. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> I noticed that it said it was open 24 hours a day. And I'm going to come back to that because... Like a 7-Eleven? You know, some... Sorry, what was that? It was like a 7-Eleven? Yeah, like, you know, like a 7-Eleven or Waffle House or some McDonald's. That's what I was going to say was Waffle House, yeah. Yeah. 
But I thought, just from the picture I looked at on Google, that just seemed so odd to me that this place was open 24 hours a day. I thought, that's got to be a mistake. The, the website must be wrong. <laughs> Anyways, we keep driving, and we pull in, and first I'll describe the outside of the building. Can I ask real I, quick, I was, what time of day is this? So it was, uh, let's see, it was lunchtime on a Sunday. Okay. So it was about uh, 1 or 2 p.m. Okay, sun's middle in the, of the sky. Day, yeah. In lovely hood night. <laughs> <laughs> so my surroundings were a Dollar General, and not one of the nice newer Dollar Generals. It was like sort of old beat up looking Dollar General. It was a hidden night Dollar General. Yes. <laughs> and, a, and a kind of old gas station that was kind of like, hey, you don't know if you trust the gas from there, you know? Yeah. And then... That was it, besides the Yellow Deli, which was on the right side of the road. And, I mean, I have a picture here, but in person, it's even more impressive. It sort of looks like a giant log cabin told through the eyes of J.R.L. Tolkien. Like, it's it's like a Rivendale log cabin is what it looks like. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful building. It's it's really beautiful looking. It sounds awesome. And it does. It's it's across from Dollar General in this beat up gas station, and there's nothing else around. This huge, beautiful restaurant that is open 24 hours a day. Like, I don't know I, that that 24 hours a day just kept coming back in my mind. I was like, that's so strange. <laughs> so, any, anyways, we get parked, we walk inside, and it's just as soon as you walk inside, it's like all wood. Everything is wood. The floor, ceiling, walls. They have um, the waiting area. They have a, oh, what was it? It was um, like petunia juice. What? I might have the wrong flower. It was some kind of flower. <laughs> <laughs> it was some kind of flower that they've compressed and made into juice, and you could just get free samples of it. Did you taste that? How, how was it? I tasted it, and it tasted like a flower. Okay. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> lilac. It was lilac juice, I think. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No way. That sounds terrible. Anyways, it, it, <laughs> I did not enjoy it, but, you know. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the, the people who... Um, told us to wait for our seat. They were just kind of relaxed, but nothing unusual. Um, and I thought, this is just a cool-looking place already. Then we walked inside, and it's two stories. The bottom story is just... Um, I'm going to say if the Shire you know, had a restaurant, it would mm. probably look like this. Like, Bilbo Baggins would probably eat here. <laughs> um, but we got to go upstairs and eat on the second floor. And it's like a wooden with cast iron rails spiral staircase up to the second floor. Just super cool. And when we sat down, you're sitting like under, um, I'm trying to explain it. Like, you can see down into the first floor and you're looking down into the first floor and you can look across the room and see where other people are sitting. And like, there's like thatched roofs above individual booths. So it's sort of like everybody's in their own little hut, sort of. <laughs> Okay. It's just, it's super cool. It, it looks beautiful. I've seen pictures of the inside. It's just, it's just a great restaurant. Have you ever, this is what it was like for me. You ever had a dream and it was technically a boring dream. Nothing cool happened, but then you wake up and you think about it. And it's like, that was actually slightly cooler than real life. Like everything was just cooler than real life actually is. Yeah. 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 Like, that's crazy. Like you go into a Toys R Us and they have like Lord of the Rings toys, five stories tall and they're all 99 cents. <laughs> that, you know, that kind of thing. Rows and rows and rows. Yes, I've had that dream before. I'm sure everybody has. <laughs> Star um, Wars toys, but yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, so, anyways, we we uh, the waiter finally comes around. I'm just taking in the surroundings, uh, waitress, and she looks. I mean, she's in America. Your average waitress is 
young. It's like college kids, high school kids. Yeah. But sometimes older. And she was, I would say, approaching 60, which isn't <laughs> unheard of, but it's a little out of the ordinary. Different. Different. But I didn't think much about it. You know, was it work? Was her name Flo? <laughs> um, that would have been amazing. You know, I'm trying to remember her name because that would have been a good thing to remember. Because it was a little unusual. Okay. Shoot, I don't We'll come back to the names. That's important. Anyways. Uh Uh-oh. So, she gives us the menus, and it's just really good-looking, cool food. It's it's mostly sandwiches, soups, salads. But I want to bring you back to something. Okay, so this is like gourmet sandwiches made with homemade bread, um, like premium meats. Kind of unusual type things. well, not the kind of place you expect to be open 24 hours a day. Yeah. Like, everything's handmade. You know, a little overpriced, but not terrible. Um, So, we place our order. I ordered a roast beef uh, sandwich, chips and a pickle, and a side salad. Nothing unusual. And while we were waiting for our food, I kind of noticed that it took a long time for our drinks to come back. Uh-oh. And when our waitress came back, she just wasn't. Like, I expected her to apologize. She got caught up somewhere, you know, because we live in America. Everything's kind of fast-paced. And she was not even remotely rushed. She was polite and pleasant, but <laughs> she came back and asked us what we wanted to drink and then came back later. You know, nothing was a rush. And I started noticing all the guys walking by. Like, I was just thinking about my food. I was so hungry. <laughs> so I didn't really put two and two together. But then I thought about all these guys, they kind of look the same. What? But, I, but I didn't think about it until later. They all had man buns. Like their hair was up, but their hair was long. You could just, but they were in buns. I could see why it's getting creepy. It's like, that's odd. Like we have a a town here in North Carolina called Asheville. That's sort of like (laughs) artsy and hippie-ish. Yep. Yeah. And you totally expect that kind of thing, but not up here in the middle of nowhere across from a dollar general. Yeah. Like it's just, okay, this is unusual. It must be like a dress code for the, for the restaurant. (laughs) Maybe they're clip-ons. They're what? Clip-ons. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. Anyways, we finally got our food. It was an excellent sandwich. Um, but the best part was dessert. I cannot even tell you. Uh, my wife had this sweet potato pound cake, and it was heavenly, which Johnny will get back to that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I take it he had the amazing, leftovers. Amazing sweet potato pound cake. It's literally the best cake I've ever had in my life. Um, and I didn't even order that because it doesn't sound good, but it was. It was literally dripping. It was so soggy and moist. <laughs> um, anyways. So we got our check and we paid. Um, well, sorry, we got our check and then we went outside and, and sat on the porch because they're not in any rush to take your money. You just go down the stairs and pay whenever you want to. And that's when I whipped Seriously, out. The, right? Yeah, that's when I whipped out the iPhone. So we're sitting on the porch, just enjoyed our meal, you know. And then I start looking into it and realize, wait a minute. The employees are all volunteers. Huh? So, like, they're, they're, they're all volunteers. Nobody's paid anything to work here. And I'm trying to wrap my head around that. And <laughs> yeah, like, right. It's, it's, and then I figure out, okay, well, I guess that's why they're open 24 hours a day. And, um, then I realized <laughs> that the Yellow Deli has several locations around the world. And let me, just let me ask you if this seems a little odd. Hmm. Okay. There's, I think, one in North Carolina. Two in Tennessee. I believe there is one in New York State. One in California. Then there's one in Japan, one in Italy, and one in Australia. What? And that's that's it. I might have missed one. 
That is like, this was just eating at me. Like, this makes no sense. How no. can a chain be profitable, open 24 hours a day, serving this kind of food in a gorgeous restaurant, and have one location in Australia? This doesn't <laughs> make any sense. What is going on right now? Are they all like that? Are they like, all like, it's all, every one of them like, is volunteers? Yes. Yes. And they all look totally different, but they're all super cool looking. I feel like you should be talking, like, what's his name? Rod Serling, the, the, the Twilight Zone guy? Right, right. Yeah. Like this right? feels like Seriously. a Twilight Zone story that's about to unfold. What now? So what? What's going that, on? That guy that used to do the movie trailers, you know, in a world yeah. where Bruce Willis is trapped in Africa. In a you world, know what I'm talking about? The, in a world where all the men have men bugs and work for I, I, free. I just couldn't get it out of my head. I mean, it was starting to feel weird to me. Like it's one of those dreams where it's technically not crazy, but it's kind of crazy if you think about it. Twenty-four hours a day, locations in Australia. Yeah. So then I went downstairs and picked up a pamphlet. Which he has with him here. It says the Yellow Deli story, and it's actually a color pamphlet about their restaurant. Okay. And basically the first page is literally four paragraphs telling you why they chose it to call it Yellow Deli. That basically yellow is the color of the sun, and you might have expected this, but also um, <clears throat> basically the light that shone forth from the face of the creator when he said, let there be light, was yellow. Okay. Um, and it goes on and on and on, like, obsessively about the color yellow. Why'd okay. They, why'd they assume like, yellow? Fine. Why not white? Anyway, and okay. And it, it starts talking about, you know, this world is dark and dark, and we just need to have light. Okay, so, okay that's fine. It's kind of deep for a, a sandwich, but it's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then there's a lot more history in here. I'll probably let Johnny get into more of that. But needless to say, I looked more and more into it, and I realized that there's actually a community of people who live close to the restaurant, Uh-oh. and they're the ones who work at the restaurant. Uh-oh. And in fact, that's everywhere there's one of these communities in the world, there is a Yellow Deli restaurant. It's a cult restaurant! I was just going to say ding, that. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> there we go. That's the big surprise. You went to a cult restaurant! You ate so, from a cult. Hell, dude. Here's the deal with this. Or here's the deli with this. <laughs> and you drank the Kool-Aid, except it was like He did drink plants. the Kool-Aid, but it was made out of flowers. Yes. <laughs> it was made out of lilac. Uh, the group that runs these restaurants they have gone by many names throughout the years. Uh-oh. They're mainly known as the 12 Tribes, though. That's what they're mainly called. Oh, Tre- shit. I've heard of this. I'm going to let Trevor fill in some stuff, because I don't think I have everything. But I got yeah. some pretty extensive notes. If you go to the 12 Tribes website, it actually says they're actually also called the Yellow Deli uh, cult, too, because they're <laughs> one of those at every one of those places. That's let, let me say the Yellow Deli is a famous, highly reviewed restaurant. Like, it had like a thousand Facebook reviews when we went to it, and they were almost all positive. So they, they definitely got a good thing going here. Yeah. <laughs> Brainwashed <laughs> much? But if you go to their website, the first thing, they got like a slideshow that's at the top of it that just goes through different pictures. Uh, people who are in the group and, you know, just has different sayings with that and just tell a little bit of a history of the group. Uh, one of the first thing it says, though, is their slogan. One of their slogans, they have many slogans, but this one says, come for a day or to stay for your life. And then, then, it'll, then it goes on to the next one, which says, we all live together like a big extended family. And then after that, it says, we share our possessions and, and work together. Uh, like bees in a hive every day. Oh so my lord! This these uh, yellow delis are where they get most of their money for these for uh, these communities, as they like to call them. 
Uh, everybody that's in the community, they all work there. They all have the same beliefs. They all follow this one belief, which I'll get into all that here in a minute. Um, uh, they all believe the same thing. They all kind of dress the same and act the same. Uh, it's it's. Uh, so all the men not, have man buns. I think that they have long hair, but to work with food, they got to have it up in a bun. That I is can, do you have amazing. any more about that? Because I actually know the deal about the long hair. Uh, I, I know yeah. about it. I didn't write about it, though, so you can go ahead and tell that. Is it just well, that they don't care? Basically, they're trying to live like... Oh, yeah, yeah. In in the times of the Old Testament, from what I understand. The, the main thing of their belief is uh, that... Um, they want to go back to well. They kind of want to bring up the end of the world because that's when Jesus will come back. They give him another name, and I'll get into this. Uh, but that's when they feel that Jesus will come back, the Son of God, and they want that to happen. They want that to happen. But in the meantime, they're going to run this restaurant to make money off of it and be really nice and hippie about everything. <laughs> so yeah, they the way I read it, they actually want the end times to come sooner. Yeah, where literally. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how to say this without sounding mocking, but literally Jesus will claim the actual physical earth back from Satan. And by living the way they do, they're going to hasten it. Yeah, so they live yeah. They live very bare bones. Uh, everybody works together, like it says. I mean, it's a whole giant community. Everybody works together. Now, I'm going to get into the history of this, and I'm going to get into their beliefs. Are you guys ready for this? Let's do it. I don't know, man. This is crazy. Uh, Carter, this is in our backyard. So, <laughs> All right. We're going to start the story in Chattanooga, Tennessee in 1972. Ooh. Now, remember, just to give you a, a, an idea of when the 70s are when it comes to this type of stuff, uh, this is during the cult scare era. So that's important to know. I mean, you got your Jim Jones going on. You got your, I mean, any of these big cults were kind of happening during this time. So 1972, there in Chattanooga, Tennessee, there was a ministry for teens, and they called themselves the Light Brigade. They all met in a coffee shop, and it was led by a man by the name of Albert Eugene Spriggs Jr., or he was called Gene, mostly is what his friends would call him. Yeah, that sounds like a cult leader. (laughs) 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 Uh, So they began meeting constantly, and then they decided, hey, this is kind of working for us, and they began to live in a community together, communally. Um, and they opened the Yellow Deli from that. I mean, all their possessions they sold, and all their money was put together, and they opened the first Yellow Deli in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Uh, they all worked there like they did with this one, and they were all attending a church. The church was called the First uh, Presbyterian Church. And here, But here's where they're big uh, when they really started to change. In uh, 1975, they got really mad because when they went to go visit that church on this day in January— the church had canceled services for that day because of the Super Bowl. Uh, so they said, hey, that's not right. I mean, that's definitely wrong, 100%. And they were very mad about this. So they started their own church, Divine Christian Community Church. And this is where they really started to grow with their beliefs and ideals, which we will get, I will get to. Uh, but they, this is where they started planting churches in other areas from this, too. Uh, when I say planting churches, that's a term that you use. Like if, uh, let's say, Trevor and I started a church— but then he was like, hey, I'm going to go over to this other area and try to start a church there that's kind of related to this church. So he's planning a church in another area. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so the, uh, like in each one of these churches had a yellow deli that would s- spring up with it. 
Uh, everywhere from Georgia got a couple. Alabama, this is all in the United States right now. Uh, so mainly in the South is where they kind of started. And then they would start to appoint elders. So each group had elders in the group. They were the ones who kind of, you know, were the ones everybody looked to for leadership. And they were always men. Uh, they were, this is where they started to get labeled as a cult. Um, and this is also when, you guys heard of deprogramming? Yeah. Yep. All right, we need to do an episode on that by itself. But uh, a lot of people that were in cults, and I think, especially during this time, their parents or their loved ones would try to get them deprogrammed. So that was happening to a lot of the members here, too. Uh, but uh, one of the really famous deprogrammers was very severe with his tactics. <laughs> and that's using the term loosely. But anyway, uh, so let's fast forward to 1978. There was a church in a, a very small church in a place called Island Pond in Vermont that actually invited Spriggs to come up there to like give a message, to give a, to come up there and like, you know, minister for a little bit. Yeah. He, he declined. He, he didn't want to do it. But what he did do instead was uh, a lot of them moved up there to this town and they kind of took over this town and they started the Northeast Kingdom Community Church. So let's literally, like if I invited uh, Carter to come on to, uh, you know, Retro Bliss podcast, and he says, "Nah, guys, I appreciate it. Thanks for inviting me." And the next thing we know, he started his own his own retro video game podcast, <laughs> <laughs> just to compete with us in the same area. You'd be like, "You bastard!" Yeah. <laughs> huh. Uh, so, uh, <clears throat> you know, overall, this doesn't sound too bad, right? People, you know, let people live their own lives. You know, we're not going to. You know, those are not hurting anybody, but that's when 1983 comes around, and that's where the child abuse charges start coming in. Uh-oh. Uh Eddie Wiseman was one of the the main elders in this group. Uh, he had charges raised against him of child abuse, um, and they got a warrant for this. And on June 22nd, 1984, the Vermont State Police raided and seized 112 children. Jeez. But before they could even look at these kids and see if they were abused, a judge ruled that this seizure was uh, unconstitutional and they had to release the kids all back to the group. Huh. And all the charges against that guy were dropped. Because the witness would recount and every and every and all this kind of stuff. Uh the church would go on from there to spread to Australia, uh to all these other places that Trevor said, plus more Brazil, Canada. Um, so here, here's where they get the, the whole lot of cult stuff. We're going to get into some really wild, strange, odd kind of stuff. Here's their beliefs. The only people who have it right, the only ones who have the right beliefs are them. If you belong to any other denomination, even if you call yourself a Christian, even if you, uh, uh you know, even if you go to a church and you follow the law of God that you feel and all this kind of stuff, if you're not with them, then you're doing it wrong. And uh, you're just, you know, you're wrong. You have to be with them to be right. Uh, they believe the Messiah will return only when the church is restored to its very original form. Uh, Trevor kind of mentioned that earlier. Uh, do, the do end times what, are, of course, here, but they don't give an exact date. Do they say what They're the original kinda, form of the church is? It's in the Bible somewhere. It's one of the, I want to say Acts, but I can't remember exactly off the top of my head. Okay. But there's a, a couple verses in the Bible that they go by when it comes to that. Okay, so that's what they're referencing. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they also, Like I said, they claim the end times are here, but they don't give an actual date. 
Uh, each member gets a Hebrew name that reflects their personality. That's why I wish Trevor could remember that woman's name. Yeah, it's come. It's it wasn't Delia. It was more involved than that, but something along those lines. Yeah. So whatever Hebrew name you got, it would have to mean something that kind of described who you were as a person. Huh. Yeah. Uh, they don't say Jesus. They call him Yeshua. Yeshua. Am I saying that right? Yeshua. Yeshua. That's the name they give it because that reflects the nature of Jesus. Bless you. Yeah, thank you. Exactly. <laughs> now, here's where we're going to get even wilder. What do they believe when you die? Well, I'm going to tell you. Uh, every person has a conscience. I have a conscience. Trevor, Carter, Chris, we all have a conscience. Yep. Uh, but after you die, you just go into a state of being that's just called death. You're just dead. There's nothing. But once Yeshua or Yashua returns, believers will rise up. I kind of feel like this is like zombies coming out of the ground. (laughs) Rise from your graves (laughs) and live and and you rise up and you live for a thousand years with, uh, with Yeshua until the last judgment. And at the end of this 1000 years, guys, we're all going to get judged based upon our deeds. And if, uh, you did good and you're and the judge says, Hey, uh, that's, you did good for your life. You get to go into what they call eternity. Sounds pleasant. But if, for whatever reason, let's say you did some terrible things, well, I hope you enjoy the thing they call the Lake of Fire. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) jeez. So, uh, here's the other thing, too. There is a lot of contradicting information about this group. They they themselves do not do interviews anymore. They refuse to because uh, they've been put into, as they like to say, a bad light. Can I read something from the yeah, pamphlet? Yeah. So when I ate my delicious sandwich, I picked up the pamphlet, and this is right here on the back of the pamphlet, talking about their food. Sadly, fear of evil or perverse behavior going on among us has caused some to circulate unfounded rumors about us, thinking we must have bad motives. We hope that through having an open and hospitable place like our Yellow Deli, people will be able to see that we are not really strange and scary, but just friendly folks who love God and our neighbors. So. They talk about their sheep and milking their cows and goats. <laughs> um, I'm going. This is this is kind of funny. It's a different life, but it brings us deep contentment to our souls. We enjoy this peaceful environment, free of TV and drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically, TV and drugs, nothing else. <laughs> yeah, that's that's another thing. Um, they also don't believe in medicine of any kind. Like they like they don't go to the doctor. They don't go to the hospital. Um, they. Uh, if you notice, and if you read their pamphlet, I don't think it's, I've actually read the pamphlet. So I'm going to ask Trevor this, but they kind of go out of their way not to really mention Spriggs. Oh, no, I don't think it mentions. Well, let's see. Let's see right here. Maybe just at the beginning where they found it, where he found the church or whatever you want to call it. Not, no, it just mentions some zealous people had a thought to open a little place. Yeah. So it, they don't even mention him because they want to get away from that because a lot of people think he's a cult leader. And if you read more into him, he kind of is. But that's beside the point. Uh, they even travel around in a giant, strange bus, by the way. Uh, something a lot of cults would do back in the day. <laughs> uh, so uh, the members actually state that Spriggs is the founder, but not their spiritual figurehead. However, he has a lot of influence. Pretty much what he says kind of goes. Uh, they do pay property taxes, but they don't have to deal with income tax liability. Um, now, because they're a, uh, they're a religious group, 
I guess that's what they base that on. Huh. Um, so, guys, I want to ask you this. Uh, you're all married. Yep. Um, if you want to get married with this group, though, there's a there's a catch. <laughs> I knew it was coming. Uh, right. Uh, let's say, um, let's say that I have found this girl who's the apple of my eye, and I really want to get to know her. Well, I got to go into what's called the waiting period. That's what they call it. That's where I'm going to express that I really want to get to know this lady. And then I get input from the community as they watch us while we're spending time together. They observe us. They see how we're spending time together. They try to see if we're a good fit for each other. Are these all innuendos? Are they what? Are they all innuendos? I don't know. They're watching. They're probably probably looking out there. (laughs) So, Uh, um, I thought there was more to this. Is there there anything about that you have to share your wife or... Give no, your wife. I'm, up. I'm not done yet. Here we go. Yet. Here we go. All right. Um, all right. So that's just a waiting period. Now to actually be engaged, if I want to get engaged to this lady, yeah, it can only happen if, if, not only the parents say yes, uh, they do love each other and they are compatible for each other, but the entire community has to agree with this as well. Oh, boo. So let's say that, uh, <laughs> like, I'm really into this girl and she's into me, but, like, one person's like, nah, it can't happen. Like well, her ex-boyfriend? Luck, I guess. Her ex-boyfriend. But even then, but this is the best part. If, let's say that I get a yes in all this, then me and her can hold hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and only me can we hold hands. <laughs> no, you can't do that definitely then. <laughs> <laughs> Not without them watching. Uh, uh, and then uh, during the wedding, once you're actually getting married, they actually have a part of the service is they actually reenact what will happen, what they believe will happen at the end of times when Yahshua returns. <laughs> wow. What the hell, man? So, <clears throat> but this you is where the... Ch- deeper, deeper, deeper down the rabbit hole. Here. And here's we're, we're not done yet. So, uh, you know, I said before that there were some child abuse charges that was raised against this group oh god yeah all right so here's where uh here's where it gets kind of rough um well especially this first part and this is the only joke because <laughs> trevor was this. uh all the kids are homeschooled yeah obviously <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you knew that was obviously literally my uh my two best friends were homeschooled and they turned out all right what i'm saying <laughs> like if, if you're in a cult though you're not sending your kids out into the world to yeah, get your education. that's right yeah and they definitely do not do that uh, they're taught trades and all that kind of stuff, things to help around the community when they get older, that type of thing. Yeah. But here's where they get in trouble. They 100% believe in corporal punishment at pretty much any age. Uh, and they do this with what they, they call it. It's a rod. It's like a steel rod they will hit you with uh, uh, or a balloon stick they will hit you with. That's why. You can find stories in uh, uh, reputable newspapers of people who left the church and they would tell these things that happened to them all the beatings they would get uh this one guy said that he would get one time he got beaten like 20 times in one day and then he saw his sister who was like only like she was barely a year old getting beaten too gee uh, so are you kidding so that's why they got in a lot of trouble um the literal version of spare the rod spoil the child yeah 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 well that's what well, that's they believe that by doing this they are saving them technically. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the belief. Yeah, 
uh, now there are also been calls. Uh, some people have called them uh, anti-Semitic, and the reason they get called that is because of this. Um, they believe Jews are guilty of the blood of Christ because <laughs> oh, I guess technically Lord. they're the ones who hung him on the cross. On the cross. Uh, but strangely enough, though they say that the reason that they, they say they're not anti-Semitic is because they actually celebrate a lot of Jewish festivals and even have bar mitzvahs. Huh. So that's kind of weird, right? They're like, they're like, well, I have friends that are Jewish, so I'm not. They kind of take little beliefs from other things, like they do, like the uh, uh, Jehovah's Witness have the 144,000. Oh yeah, they kind of have that number too. They believe in that. Uh, they take some stuff from the Quran, even. So they kind of think some stuff from a little bit of everything to kind of make up their belief. Do they take anything um, from Scientology? That would be amazing. Honestly, this thing screams Scientology to me without. <laughs> being Scientology without the aliens like it, it's all yeah this is all about alien stuff like there's so many similarities it's 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 strange wow um but here's the other thing they've also been called racist now uh the reason they've been called racist is that they don't allow any sort of like interracial marriage um but huh. the reason they can get around this is they like they have people of all creeds that are in this group i mean there are african americans there are uh, Asians. There are, you know, of course, there's uh, Caucasians. All kinds of creeds are in this group. They just can't marry each other. <laughs> uh, they say this is one of the things that I found uh, probably the most controversial in their beliefs. Uh, they say all black people are cursed into slavery. The only way they can lift this curse, of course, is to join their community and get saved by their Messiah. Wow, really? Well, yes. I didn't wow. find that one. <laughs> well, I don't think that's one they go around saying a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, get called racist, they get called racist quite a bit. Uh, former, like I said before, a lot of former members, a lot of people have left this group, and a lot of it is because of the, the really strict beatings and stuff, which you can't blame them. But that's also something that a lot of your other, uh, your other groups would do, like your other cults would do. They would uh, put their members up for beatings. Uh, they would have them stay up for long periods of time. A lot of those people work long hours in a yellow deli. They'll work really crazy long. Well, how long did you say it was? Well, I was going to say my one, I didn't know all this Johnny's talking about, but my one moral dilemma is when I found out these people work 18 hours a day and don't get paid a single cent, like it just all goes to the community. Yeah. yeah. When I went to the cash register and the receipt printed off, I had a, a line for a tip. And that kind of made me a little mad because this person that served me is not getting anything. Right, right. So I'm just paying extra for the food, and I ended up leaving a tip because I couldn't just not do it. <laughs> yeah. But I kind of wondered, did I do the right thing? You know? Yeah, but that's a, not getting anything. Yeah, that's another way that these groups will control people is the less sleep you get, the easier you are to kind of you know go with the flow, so to say. I have a question yeah. for Trevor real quick. Yeah. Uh, now that you know all this about the, the, the Yellow Deli, how good was that sandwich? Is it still as tasty? <laughs> Here's the thing. What did have before you answer? Just think that that tip probably went to paying for a new rod to beat a child. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Chris, here's the thing. I think you need to understand um, that pound cake was great. And, and I'm going to take this. Like, you have not pamphlet. seen the pound cake. <laughs> I, I think you need to understand this, Chris. You know, for some, this way may seem too restrictive, but to those of us who live here. It was the beam of light that revealed the solution to our dark and troubled lives. That's amazing. Our life is like yellow for our souls. We are we live 
in the green pastures of home along with our sheep. So let there be yellow. That's what I say, Chris. I had one more incident to tell you guys that happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's up? Uh, there was a woman, and this this group obviously feels that men are the bee's knees. <laughs> women are women do have rights and stuff in this group too, but they're below men. Oh, if it makes Lord. any sense. Uh oh. They got they kind of got to serve men. They can't. I don't think I could be wrong on this. I don't think they can get any type of leadership, but they can have influence. I was gonna say they <sighs> should if they're if they're basing everything on the book of Acts. There's definitely no no respect for women. They take that, it to the extreme that. though. Like yeah. they're it's I mean it's way more than anybody else that I've read. Here, wow. Here's the thing that bothers me about this, and I don't mean to get too religious, but I know oh, a little bit gonna, about Trevor. Go for it. It's gonna happen you know, once, I, they, I once he little, asks us. Yeah, I mean I know a little bit about you know Jesus because I've read the Bible and <laughs> yeah. uh, and. I don't think they understand that Jesus changed all these things they're trying to keep. Yeah. Jesus brought respect for women in a way that had never happened before. And he certainly uh, was against his his times. Like, he rubbed those times the wrong way, so to speak. Yeah, that's yeah. one of the reasons he got crucified. And they're trying to, like, <laughs> exactly. bring... Like, I agree with the joy and the love. Fine. It's, it's like, hippie-ish, but it's nice. There's nothing wrong with it. Right. And the food's but good. Then, they're trying to pull yeah, these things. Yeah. And the food's good. And yeah. the food's good. But then they're trying to pull in these things that are like like Christ never came. And yet they say they're, well, do they call themselves Christian? I, it's something else, I guess. They call themselves something else. It's They've gone by many names. I don't know. I don't. It's, it's so strange how they're pulling from different things. Yeah, they pull from all kinds of different things. kind of twisting some of it. Yeah. Uh, but here's but, the one last thing I was going to tell you. This is the one last story. And then, and then we're going to bring up one more thing. And uh, <laughs> uh, so here it is. <laughs> I, I'm going to get some of these details wrong, but there was a time when, and this is all, I don't know how documented this is, but I've heard this, I heard this on a podcast I listened to, and I saw this in a documentary that had a little bit about it. There was a woman who was married to one of the elders, I can't remember who, but she was really important in the group. Like mm -hmm. she had a, everybody knew who she was. She got sick. She got really, really sick. I told you before that they don't go to hospitals or any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, they believe that you will be healed if you're supposed to be healed, that type of thing. Well, <clears throat> she ended up passing away. She she oh. would die. So she was – but the issue here is that she was a high-standing member of the group. She was married to one of the elders. So, you know, this was kind of causing a uh, – some people to be like – are we doing this wrong? Like, why did she die? It's obviously that she was living the right life. She was living like we were. So why did the sickness overtake her and, and, and take her life? Right. So they have a meeting. All the main uh, elders are there for this meeting and they're discussing this. And then suddenly, as you're listening to the meeting, it starts getting turned around. In that, hey, you know what? There was this one time where she kind of said this negative thing about something. Mm. Uh, and then there's this other time where she kind of scoffed at this sort of idea here that we believe in. So, in other words, they were slowly turning around in our head, in their own heads, that the reason she didn't live was because she was kind of secretly against them. Mm. And that was sort of her punishment. That was like God's will for her to pass away. I wonder if they ever read a, read a little book in the Bible called Job. They don't. I don't think they read things unless it makes sense to them. <laughs> That's literally the story of Job, except the people saying those kinds of things are not the good people. <laughs> yeah. So the reason I say all this, this is the biggest part I wanted to tell you guys. Trevor's wife 
who is like a sister to me. Uh, she's like one of the sweetest people you could ever meet. She's beyond nice. She's she goes beyond her way to help people. She's a teacher. Uh, <laughs> she loves this place. <laughs> <laughs> she's gone to this place twice now. Knowing this, here's the key. Here's the key. <laughs> this is what this is what I want. Uh, this is what I'm very curious about, y'all. Trevor and I have discussed this. If we should tell her this stuff, because. <laughs> Ignorance is really bliss, guys. <laughs> this place is beautiful. You don't understand. Because <laughs> I told Trevor, because I haven't been there. I've, I learned all this before going there. And I said, I don't feel I could support this place from everything that I've learned. And as soon as I tell him that, he was like, yeah, well, my wife's taking her mom there for a birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. When you're actually there. If you're not like me and don't have this worm in your brain repeating over to itself, 24 hours a day, that's so weird. Oh, for the record, it's not 24 hours every day. No, not on Friday and Saturday. Uh, Saturday is their <laughs> Sabbath. Yeah. So they're closed on that day, and Friday is only like until when? 3 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they're closed from 3 o'clock Friday until Sunday. Until Sunday. Then yeah. they're open 24 hours a day every other day. <laughs> but that's the only reason I found out this stuff. And so, like, my wife, for example, just thought it was the coolest place ever because it's, it's so peaceful. I mean, I went to use the bathroom. <laughs> and when I sat down on that golden throne, the most peaceful music and just, like, rock walls. I was like, I could just stay in here. <laughs> if it wasn't for the fact they're open 24 hours a day, I would have remained ignorant and blissful. But that was just such a weird thing for me. Once you see this place, you just can't believe that they would be open 24 hours a day. <laughs> And then I found out, you know, well, they're open 24 hours a day because they don't pay the workers anything. Um, and you work 18 hours a day. Yeah, they actually have a lot so, of they have a lot of land, as you as you can tell. Uh, they have a lot of land across the world, like Scientology does, by the way. Uh, they have actually quite a bit of money, of course, because they don't pay the people who work there. It all goes to one for the whole group. Uh, you know, Scientology I, I mean, kind of the money. The That's thing? what I don't. See, that they changes don't, everything for me. Like, they don't somebody like to say. off this, because then that's just, they I don't, don't know. They don't like to say. Yeah. Technically, they do kind of give it back out to the community. Like, let's say, um, <clears throat> uh, like, not only do they make money from the Yellow Deli, but what they don't use in there and they don't use for themselves, all their food they make themselves. Yeah. Uh, but they use the land, like, they have a lot of farmland, too. Uh, but uh, they actually take to markets and sell. So they're making even more money than what you're seeing there. Yeah, it's and, and by the way, this place is expanding. Uh oh. There's a picture here which Johnny can see. There's like a huge building beside it, and actually they're going to have a fresh bakery where you can actually go in and buy the fresh stuff. Yeah. So it's, it's 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 growing. It's getting bigger. So I wanted to thank Trevor. I wanted to have him on the show yeah. to thank him for helping these people bring forth quicker <laughs> the end of time. Yeah. <laughs> I did kind of after that. That's if I go back a second time, I'm going to be sitting there eating my okay. roast beef sandwich. Like I said, if like he hasn't yeah. decided against it yet. <laughs> I, I'm going to be eating my roast beef sandwich and think I'm supporting people who are sitting there looking at me thinking that I'm going to be burning. I feel like soon. the entire time you're there, you're going to be thinking that. Like while you're waiting to be seated, when yeah. you're sitting down, as you're looking through that want, menu, you're I thinking. I want to go just to see the bathroom. I do want to use the bathroom. <laughs> well, I kind of want to be fair. I want to be fair. Nobody forced anything on us. Like I never would have known these were their beliefs. Not even from the pamphlet, although it's a little bit odd. <laughs> I never would have known they didn't force anything on us. And the pamphlet says they're very open to answering any questions. They just don't do public interviews because they've been mis 
distorted, distorted. In, in their yeah, opinion, yeah. they've been looked yeah. at a, in a negative way. And I was telling Trevor, I would have loved to have a conversation with somebody just to tell me what their what their beliefs are. But yeah. as soon as I said it's for a podcast called History Creeps, I kind of felt that it would be. <laughs> yeah. I was saying some stuff out loud. My wife was getting frustrated with me. But I was not trying to be disrespectful. It was really like a lucid dream for me. Like, <laughs> I was just eating a roast beef sandwich. This is so weird. <laughs> so one roast beef sandwich yeah. is helping bring about the end of the world. Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that was an amazing sweet potato pound cake. There's some was, weird stuff there. I think it was the tip that helped push it towards the end of the world. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, 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 that all right. <laughs> that twenty percent makes me madder than anything. <laughs> well, that and the children thing. If that's true, that's horrible. <laughs> but the tip first. The tip first. <laughs> I mean, how dare you ask for a tip when the person who served me is not getting anything anyway? <laughs> yeah, because anyway. that's what the tip's supposed to go to the person yeah, serving. Should you. not oh, receipt. That's crazy. That's another reason I'm getting a lot of trouble too. By the way, is that they yeah. don't pay them anything. They work eighteen hours a day, five and a half days a week, and then don't get anything. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of against a lot of labor laws there. That is yeah. so crazy, man. How did that? So, Johnny, when when this was laid upon you, this story unfolded itself. Like, how did it, how did you take it? Because like we literally just talked about cults a few just a month ago. Well, honestly, cults are one of my biggest interests. Like, I just find them fascinating. I love looking into like how they form, what they think, why they think this. Yeah. It just fascinates me. Trevor, when I was over at Trevor's house, he said, I got to tell you something. <laughs> but he kept putting it off at first. And I couldn't figure out what was going on. I had to keep reminding him to tell me. <laughs> and when he finally tells me, he has this glow in his eyes as he's telling me this. <laughs> like this glee, this, it's like a, it's like a, you know, it's like when you see something, but you can't believe that you saw what you just saw. Yeah, it's that. Like he had, it's like he knows it was real. He knows it happened, but he almost can't come to believe that it happened. That he had this experience. <laughs> He's gonna be like, "You're not gonna believe what I supported today." Yeah. Can I? Is there any way I can text them a picture? I took some pictures of the inside of it. I, they don't really show. Well, up I was actually well. looking online. I was ta- I was taking a look at lo- online. I got to tell you, that building looks amazing. Just from the it outside, so it looks cool. phenomenal. Yeah. It's just so like I can't explain it. It's so, it's almost like it was engineered specifically to make you just feel wonderful and relaxed. Now, did you feel did you feel that uh, upon entering, or was that after drinking the lilac water? <laughs> it was. I think once we got inside and we're sitting down, and I started looking around. So I, that's after the lilac. Yeah, water. there you go. Out. So don't drink the lilac water and see how you <laughs> feel next time. I mean, when I was floating in the air 10 feet above the ground, it just, it just was so neat. Everything had a soft glow about it. This time he, he drinks it and everything's like raw and like very like yeah. sanitized and gross. Yeah. Now, he's not kidding though. He sent me a picture because he took pictures of the inside of this place. Yeah. And it, and it just looks like some of the, like they took some of the most incredible gazebos you've ever seen. Most beautiful gazebos and made those into like places for people to eat at inside. What he didn't tell yeah. you was some of the lilac water was on his fingertips and kind of like slimed over the, the you know the, the the lens of his 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 camera on his phone. Yeah. So it's it's <laughs> through the lilac water film that you're seeing all that. Yeah. So if you did not know any of this stuff that I wow. just told you, you would 100 percent want to go check this place out. Not like Trevor that, said, if you just go see the reviews of the restaurant itself, they're all glowing reviews. I was going to say part. that. Not only that, you're going to eat there all the time. You're going to be like, this place is amazing. We're going to go yeah. here all the time. And like, honestly, anytime you go to a restaurant, do you really look into the history behind it? Do you really look into these things? Do you know what I mean? There's a lot of places that are big companies now. They have some uh, weird things that have happened in their past to put it 
lightly. Yeah. I mean, like Walmart's had a lot of weird things they've done. <laughs> And we go shopping Star there. All the had children picking coffee beans, supposedly. I mean, yeah. that's pretty terrible. Yeah. I mean, our iPhone, you know, there's a running joke where, like, kids put together your iPhone that you use. <laughs> so there's all kinds of stuff like that. So, But I think you're oh, right. Man. We try to be ignorant with a lot of these things. It's crazy, though, right? Dude, that I, is just insane. I went, to drink, I went to drink at a bar in uh, St. Augustine, and they immediately tell you when you get in, yes, this was the city's first whorehouse. Oh, yeah. St. Augustine's awesome, dude. That's a great city. <laughs> Chris especially loves the first one. <laughs> well, not for that. <laughs> Isn't it weird how that's less creepy than this place that's trying to be all like brought and lot? Well, not like that. And this, I, and this place was called Scarlet O'Hara's. I'm so talking it was, about it was themed, like Gone with the Wind, which was yeah. weird. I'm talking about the ter- uh, the fact that historically speaking, because it's one of the oldest cities in the country. I, I've been there, and so like, oh, they, they have the awesome. they have the first yeah. wooden schoolhouse ever in the country. There, it's it's a pretty cool little t- town. Yeah, if you love history, it's a great place. To oh, have you yeah. been to Charleston, South that Carolina? Definitely. No, I have yes. not. Yeah, Charleston's beautiful. Charleston's too. about my favorite town. I think I love the history of it. Oh yeah. wow, check that out. As, especially if you, like us, if you love creepy history. They got quite a bit of that yes. there too. Some very yeah, they do. Some yeah. original buildings. It's cool. I took a ghost tour there. Even ooh, it's fun. Yeah, I yeah. did too. That was that was actually fun. I think some of the most popular graveyards in the country are in Charleston. Oh yeah, they're very old. Charleston and Savannah, man. Yeah, yep. po- popular as in that they're happening. People are dying to get in there. Oh, I know what you did there. So that's the story of 12 Tribes that was brought to you by Trevor Franklin and Retro Bliss. What a great, great story. Thanks, guys. That was a good, good topic for this this episode. Yeah, I was very excited to say this one. This one has been, since Trevor told me this story, it's been eating at me. And I've been knee-deep into research for this for a long time now, for like a week. It's phenomenal. I want listeners to tell us what they think. And I, I honestly, I'd also like to hear from listeners to, to hear if any of them have ever eaten at a yellow deli. Uh, yeah. That'd be interesting because I was looking on the website and I saw how many are literally around the country. It's it's crazy. There's a lot of them around here. And they've got oh, yeah. this very like 760s, late 60s British uh, kind of motif going with the, the font and the flowers. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's really well done. They know what they're doing. I <laughs> mean. Well, yeah, I want to hear. Yeah. I want to hear if more more of our listeners have like the same idea as Trevor too. Like, man, I don't want to. This these people, you know, their beliefs are a little weird. I don't know if I want to support this, but damn, this roast beef sandwich is good. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, my my main issue with this is a hundred percent when it has to do with the kids. Yeah, like that's the biggest issue I have with it. Like, I don't care if people believe some wacky stuff. That doesn't yeah. bother me if you're not hurting anybody. Like, if you're not hurting anybody and you're not hurting yourself, you can believe whatever you want to believe. I agree, because if I feel like my tip is going to a new rod that's going to beat a child, I don't know yes. that I could do that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's kind of weird. My, rod to go, my money to go to a soft rod, please. Yes. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. I uh, want a rod that won't hurt as much when it puts <laughs> a crack to put the skin. Very nice. Well, and that's, and that's where it, you know, differs. You guys know me. I grew up in Catholic school, so I regard all religions with fear and suspicion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no matter how crazy or not crazy they all seem to be. True. So I think uh, I think I think where you get into trouble is man rule. Yeah. And this is clearly something where they took a belief, a faith, and added man's ideas to it. And it just never works out. Yeah, it sounds like they took from all <laughs> different yeah, kinds. I, mean, I was just gonna say it sounds like they cobbled together like did, a yeah. whole bunch of different you know, these guys could be like, uh, what was his name in the 60s? Timothy Leary being like, yeah, when you die, your soul goes to a garage in Buffalo. 
What the heck's in my garage, dude? This stuff, man. Okay, I have a question for you guys. Yeah, you haven't done this in your garage. I have a question for you guys. So you guys know all of this stuff about this thing, right? And they're cobbling all of these ideas uh, together as part of their religion. Uh, would you be more attracted to it if you heard that the force and lightsaber training came with it? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If it threw in more Lord of the Rings stuff, Trevor would be on board 100%. I wish this was a Lord of the Rings themed restaurant and not some seriously, possibly creepy real stuff. <laughs> dude, dude, it's 24 hours, so you got breakfast, you got, yeah. you got yeah. second, second breakfast. breakfast. You I, got, uh, I mean, for second breakfast. Yeah. You're good. Brunch. Lemonsies. Potatoes. <laughs> yep. Dude, that's crazy. That is a serious, crazy, crazy story. And it's crazy how it's so close to you guys. Like, the, the, we actually yeah. got some of the creep actually touch you. So that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Actually, inside I think it's you. also important to say, like Trevor said, he had a, if he didn't know this stuff, he had a great experience at this place. Yeah. So, and not everybody. I obsessively look up and review things before I buy them. Not everybody's going to do that. That's what I'm saying. Like it's it's rare <laughs> yeah. that people actually look into things. So I'd be interested to see how many of our listeners actually have ever eaten at a Yellow Deli. I'd love for them to comment underneath this yeah. after we post it. So, yeah, for uh, sure, 100. percent But awesome. Yeah, that was a very awesome episode. Did you guys have anything you want to plug or put out there before uh, we close the show out? We've already kind of plugged Retro Bliss to death, but go check out Retro Bliss. <laughs> You it's guys on have the same network. It's on wherever you get your podcast. It's where Trevor and I talk about your old school video games. Like we just recorded uh, Castlevania Four for the Super Nintendo today. So oh, yeah. I love that game. You can check it it's on B- bicbp-radio.com, where we also have a shop. You can get your History Creeps Creeper uh, shirt there, and you can also get Retro Bliss shirts. So check those out. Uh, also uh, support us on Patreon if you'd like History Creeps on Patreon. Other than that. Uh, I think we're done, right? This is it. This is the end of the show. I'm done. Okay, I got to go to the deli and check out this new roast beef sandwich down the road. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, I recommend the sweet potato pound cake. <laughs> you think they? Now he sounds. Now he sounds like Art from the Burbs. Hey, you want to go down to the deli and get one of those beef sandwiches? <laughs> <laughs> yes, one of my favorite movies, dude. Okay, guys, thanks so much for listening. Another week of History Creeps. Glad we could uh, bring you this crazy story, Trevor. Thanks so much for joining us. It was awesome, man. Very cool story. No problem. Uh, for Carter Johnson, for Trevor Franklin, and Johnny Townsend, this is Chris Chavez. As always, thanks so much for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time, and stay creepy.